This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll panel off topic with Jake and Tyler. This is a big argument. Episode 98 of Off Panel Off Topic. Started with a big old, with a big old row. I said, we're almost at 100 episodes. Get it together, man. I'm pissed. Wow. I don't know. Uh, Going to be a little bit uh, lighter episode. Uh, Mostly going to be talking about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, but we'll also- Oh, we saw that, didn't we? (laughs) Yes, we did. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, and um, <clears throat> a returning segment, Robocopalooza, comes back. I went to the comic uh, Des Moines Con this past week. You could talk weekend. about that yeah. if you want. I mean, I wasn't there. There wasn't so. much to talk about um, other than, you know, it was cool to see my brother. And then these uh, three guys from my other job showed up, and that was kind of neat because it was like, you know, they're couple, they're my favorite people, some of my favorite people I work with. Yeah. So it was kind of like, you know, feelings mutual. So it was kind of like, oh, hey, cool, you like comic books too? Hey, man. And that was cool. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, let's get into it, Tyler. First thing I want to talk about today, obviously, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Let's get into our, real quick, spoiler-free thoughts mm-hmm. about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler, what did you think? Well, first of all, I just I just hate how, as soon as Peter Parker shows up, he's just like a, a girl. <laughs> and just more concerned with, you know, having fun than the fate of the multiverse. Like, that just pissed me off. Oh, yeah. When Peter who, Par- who said that? There was somebody on Twitter that was talking about that. Oh, well, you know what? It was I, one of those chuds that we fight against. I don't actually think. No, that I, I want to pull it up on Twitter because you know what I'm talking I, about. Yeah, we're not going to do like a full-on Griff report about that, but no. I do want to talk about. But it's uh, a fantastic some movie. Some of the terrible, like the the dumbest take on this movie is from the critical drinker, and I want to talk about that. But yes, uh, I thought it was fantastic. I laughed. I cried. Unbelievable! The, uh, the animation was insane. The uh, the voice work was insane. The way that the movie was put together, like, I mean, just every bit of it, and so many fucking deep cuts. Yeah, so many, so many deep. Like, I'm glad we're not one of those channels that uh, fucking breaks down Easter eggs and stuff because that would be a hard. Job. We'd have to watch <laughs> it about seven times and yeah, take notes. I couldn't. I don't think I could do that. No. I, you know, okay, when we get into the spoiler stuff, we'll discuss this, but what you said we laughed at was not what I was talking about. Yes, it was. No. Yes. It's a, it's, a, it's yes. a different thing. Something happened where they were going through, like, a city scene or whatever, and somebody said something. Anyway, let's go. I don't want to talk about it until we get to spoiler, <laughs> spoiler-rama. Um, I think it's un- unbelievable that they did it again. They made... Arguably the best Spider-Man movie ever made, and then they do it again. Now, I would argue that No Way Home has a special place there, and like, I, for me, there are a couple, but I I think there's only maybe two really bad Spider-Man movies. But man, this, and what are those? Like three's pretty amazing. Bad. Spider-Man two and Spider-Man three, I would say probably. But you know. Anyway, but I'm yeah. digressing from that. But sure, what I'm sure. what I'm trying sure. to get at is those movies are good too. Like it's it's hard to find a a really bad Spider-Man movie, but man, with, he's generally been with, in good hands. But the bar is set so freaking high now with these movies oh, yeah. because it's 
the the fact that each dimension has their own art style and their own life and vibrance to it and then uh yeah we'll get into it when we get the spoilers because it's hard not to talk about this in spoilers and generalities but what what i will say is this um great cast like like oscar isaac is fucking awesome as he's in everything he's fantastic in this movie um I just really love the message of it. I really just I I I I can't believe they did it again. I, and I cannot wait for the third movie. Like it is I didn't even know there was a third one. <laughs> so I was looking well, at him like what the fuck and he's speaking like Speaking of that. Yeah. It's a time. Oh, We're getting into the spoilers everybody. Yeah. Last last Turn away. last notice. If you don't want to be spoiled, stop the episode, go watch the movie cuz it's One more time. It's a time. Yeah. And it's even perfect because it's a Spider-Man. I would even say... Godspeed, Spider-Man. That will get a lot of play today. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Do I still have the big brain on Spidey? Because there's a few of those moments in this movie. But anyway, um, let's cross the Spider-Verse. Full spoilers. What do you want to talk about? Because there were so many times like when I laughed out loud. Just because it was just unexpected like side shit said by somebody or whatever... Or just like a quick little flip right before they change into the next scene. I, can I just say this? Oh. I'm not the first person to say this. This is literally Spider-Man daddy issues, and I love it. I love it. I think really, really playing on the childhood of the two characters. Because when you think about it, Spider-Man is always... I think why it's he's such a beloved character and he's lasted for so long, and why I love him and you love him because there's always different versions to love of this character. And when you read that, like Batman's like this, and and there's you know there's there's a couple you know characters like that, Superman you know, and I was trying to think of another Mar- Wolverine. Like there's always different versions of that character that's iconic. And what always what I what the best Spider-Man stories focus on him still being a kid and focus on the fact that he's a teenager. Or he's in his early 20s, you know what I mean? Like, he's still trying to figure his life out, and he's Spider-Man. And, mm-hmm. like, everybody can relate. That's what made him so good. And that's what always made him good. so good, is he's so freaking relatable. And, man, like, Miles is so good in this movie. Like, all of it is so good. I, I have to say, my favorite Spider-Man in the movie, absolutely, was the one from, um, what was it called? Man, uh, Bomb, Bomb Manhattan? Oh, uh, Spider-Man India? Yeah. Yeah. What was it called? The city. Manhattan was uh, called something, something different. Like and it was, it was, it was, wasn't it Petka or what was his name? I remember, I have no idea. It was but an no. Indian, well, instead of Peter Parker, it was an Indian version. Sure, but uh, I don't remember. Version of that. Um, look it up if you want. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about it. Because yeah. uh, my favorite part about it was, A, he was just, it was a really, I want to, it sounded like Kunail Nanjiani, but I don't know. Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, the dude who was a uh, dopender in uh, Deadpool. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cab okay, driver. Okay, I think okay. that was him, yeah. Um, but the guy, first of all, it was just really, really funny and well done. I, I don't, I knew nothing about Spider-Man India before this movie. And the his, his like, what I don't know the weapons he uses or whatever those rolling pin things. Yeah, but those were fucking cool as shit. Oh, and I love that his he's not a typical Spider-Man variant because his life is easy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and him going through it like my super oh, dude, super thick hair. The chai tea bit. Oh, yeah, so funny. You're just saying say you just tea. 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 <laughs> um, chai means tea. You know what else I love about this is it. Um, 
it does what that first movie did really fun was using the the characters telling their backstory like breaking it down and, and, and like telling their backstory and they keep that theme that they had in the first movie in this well you start with Gwen this time and that oh, yeah. that opening should, sequence so with the drums sorry let's get into that holy shit this movie starts out on a fucking banger note within the first two minutes of this movie I'm like I am, it's a drum solo I am I am invested no yeah I listened to the soundtrack on the way home because this soundtrack oh, is fucking amazing wow. okay. And yeah, the music was really yeah. fucking good. Yeah, I'm the kind of but the, see that's the, like I've always obsessed about shit like that. So like if I really like a score, I'll I'll listen to it on the way home from a movie. And like, dude, this fucking I, I want to get there because I want to I really want to talk about the prologue and I want to talk about how this movie takes chances and this movie. I think why people love this version of Spider Man and love the the Spider Verse movies is because they fucking take chances, yeah. man. And you're not gonna see that in any have, in they, any other Spider-Man movie, any other superhero movie. It's not gonna start with a fucking drum solo, man. It's just not, and it does. You do got to understand that these that Chris Lord and Phil Miller, which I don't think they directed this one. They no, they just it. wrote it. There was three directors. I, I I could pull that up real quick. But the point is, is that they're the driving forces behind the first two and this whole trilogy, right? Yeah. And and they're fucking brilliant. And. <laughs> The reason why they're they're brilliant is because they're they're able to take. I would so rather have a solo in this world that was just theirs. Yeah. It, it, fucking Disney, you fucked that up, dude. Because you know how good I haven't oh, seen. Oh, that would have been a great. I haven't seen a stinker from them. Yeah. So how could it have been bad? You know what I mean? Even like, the Jump Street movies were hilarious. And right. Part, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but they clearly have a love for the source material, but they're viewing it as somebody who grew up with it and everything. And that's yeah. brilliant. And that's they also have a lot more freedom than the MCU does or even the Sony, you know, uh, franchise does, because it's really th these movies are are and can be. Outside of all oh, and continuity, dude, I'll, like you know how we all always standalone shit. Well, and you know how we even on the on the animation side, you know, we talk about how there's always these certain uh, styles of movie or these certain filmmakers, whatever. That it's a trendy business that always has been. I can't tell you how happy I am when we have a positive trend like these Spider-Man movies because right. look at the fucking animation we've gotten since Into the Spider Verse, like. Every time Hobie Brown was on screen, he was like my made wife, out of newspaper. My wife, that was cool as shit. My wife thinks it's hilarious because I constantly, like, whenever I get a chance to, I will gush about Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, because that movie is way better than it should be. And because that movie takes chances and it does things with the animation style, and dude, that new TMNT movie looks awesome. And what I really love about that is how it just applies and they make it and they, and they do. What, when it understands, like, this is a visual medium. We got to give you eye candy. And it just so happens there's a really good story behind it, too. And specifically, when Gwen is confronting her dad in the both both the scenes that we have that in this movie, mm. holy shit, man, that is so cool. And, I, like, at first, I thought my brain was messing with me because every time there's a shot, one shot between them the background is changing and evolving every time they're talking shading changes while, like, while they're dude, talking while, on the while characters they were having on a conversation the characters. yeah oh dude that was the entire movie every 
no frame of this movie is wasted. Like yes. every single frame, there's every something new and changing pixel and different. Is is used and because they do effect. and because they do that stylistic choice, it feels like living, breathing worlds, living, yes. breathing characters. Like it in a way, by going a more ob like instead of just fixing a camera on it they said we can fix a camera on it but do what a live action movie can't yeah change a style every frame like that's so fucking wild and like you like we just talked about spider punk his look how does that two-dimensional look work on a three-dimensional world it, it totally does it totally does he totally looks like a real part of that world but like yeah, he's very two-dimensional. He looks like he's made out of newspaper every time. Yeah. Um, but you're right. The more it embraces that it's an animated movie, the better it is. And I think you're seeing more animated movies do that. And mm-hmm. I want it to. Because I could watch a live-action movie if I wanted something that's just static and in front of me. And, you know, things happen. Like, th- like uh, unbelievable. And the reason I called it Daddy Issues, Spider-Man Daddy Issues, is because what the, I think they did was really smart. They They... They start the movie with Gwen. They mirror Gwen's story with Miles, and in an organic way. Because honestly, that stuff I read. Um, I I didn't read all. I read the first arc of I think it was Jason Aaron who did Spider Gwen. Uh, no the book, but I read that book, and a lot of what you see in the the prologue of this movie is directly from that comic. So they're it's not like they're like completely changing Spider Gwen as a character. They're pretty true to who she was yeah. in the comics. And then I was like, oh, wow, yeah, her story does very much mirror. And and then when they open it up later in the movie and explain the canon concept, it's so meta and so smart and so awesome. A canon event? Yeah, you disrupted a canon because, event. And like- they point out every spider person has to have a tragic start. And, like, the fact that they play, like, it's so good. It's so smart. And... To call it, just flat out call so it canon. So wait a second, Gwen, Gwen's dad, who was a Captain Stacy, quit, so he's no longer a captain. And Miles' dad is becoming a captain. Right. Yeah. So one, it's, it's, the, it's the cosmic and that's also And that's it. also his father figure. In Miles' story, his father dying will, take, will, will be a twofold. It'll be his father figure. And his captain, his Captain Stacy, yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. they it's always in a captain. It's always some sort of authority. How much figure you want to bet in the third movie that Miles somehow causes the death of Gwen's dad? Ooh. Or his mom. What if his mom dies? No, Gwen's dad. No, I'm saying what if Because that's his no, no, Captain no, no, Stacy. No, no. I'm saying I'm saying that So he he cre- he he creates his own no, but canon she, event, but, she, but he also already, does hers. She already had one. Yeah, Peter, but Peter was her canon event. Peter was her Gwen. Yes. She hasn't had the Captain Stacy because that's her dad. Yes, you have to have two. Just calm down. If you watch the movie, you know that there are two canon yeah. events that have to happen. It has to be the police captain guy, whoever it is, but generally Captain Stacy, or it has to end, and it has to be the uncle or the dad or whatever, Uncle Ben. Yeah. Guaranteed, dude. I guarantee you in the third movie, Miles somehow causes the death of Gwen's dad, which... which takes care of both of their tragic canon events. Yeah. I don't know why you got so aggressive with me. <laughs> well, you weren't listening. Come on, man. It was a great idea. I, or I could, um, I could see his mom dying, too. But that's a, that, that would be my... Why? Because... Miles' parents don't happen. There's nothing that happens to them in the third movie. Because he already killed... Fuck off. What? <laughs> I hate you. 
You really don't want them because you care. Mm. Um, so oh, no, I mean, j- just generally the canon stuff. Yeah. That. So many laugh out loud moments. So many, like uh, here's uh, one of the shows, one of my favorite <laughs> shows on TV and it's it just finished is Barry. And one of the reasons why I love Barry is shut the fuck up. He's talking about Barry again. Cause it's fucking amazing. Ugh. One of the r- things I love about it is your, it's got everything you could want. It's got comedy. It's got action and violence. It's got drama. It's got, I mean, it's got all of it. It's got everything, right? And that's what this movie is. Like, obviously, the violence is much more toned down, but there's still action, and there's, but there's comedy during tense moments, which yeah. is how real life is. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the comedy in that show comes from, and that's why I like. That's why I love stories like this and and you know uh uh creators like lord and miller who are able to make a movie not seem so much like a movie you know i mean you you see a movie with two people having a dramatic moment and you know it's a movie because it's scripted you know and they're acting to you know whatever but you see a uh, two people acting in a dramatic moment and something happens where they both kind of chuckle about something and you're like, well, this feels like real life. Yeah. And that is this movie. How many times, like, okay, uh, uh, fucking Miguel is trying to be all badass and shit and his fucking thing is taking forever. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah, it's well, slow. Again, like that's the movie, funny. The, and the, the funny thing about that too but is- But it doesn't, it doesn't make him any less like menacing, right? Well, yeah, and, and the movie itself- had gone such a a long way to make him this mysterious, intimidating character, and then it it does take the piss out of him a few times, but it still works in the rest of the tone of the movie because they, he's not the. It happens to every character. Every character kind of gets taken down a peg because oh, yeah. the, you know it's funnier that way. And um, <laughs> uh, I just want to again. I talked about it earlier, but Oscar Isaac. Holy shit, man! He is so good in this role. So, and it's amazing. And this is why this cast is so good: is they do a great job of putting their performance through. Like you can feel their presence, even though it's animated. Even right, though it's just right, a right. voice, you still they you they breathe life into those characters. I and, was thinking, like, do are they like during action sequences? Like, it wouldn't surprise me. These are such great actors that they, that they'd be like, "Can I jog on a treadmill during this or something?" Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could, you could almost like feel like they were breathing heavily. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like during the action sequences, the the voice direction or the I acting, like, and was I so also good. like how they kind of look like the actors, but they not quite. They still have their own look. Yeah, but yeah. like because it Miguel kind of has like a big thick jawline, like you know Oscar Isaac does, but he still looks like a different character. While you know Gwen kind of looks like Haley Steinfeld, but you know a little bit more cartoonish you know what i mean what i guess so. i just like seeing you all pissed what <laughs> no you're right um but she, you know what i mean basically if you took like Haley's, you took a, I, if you I, took I, St- Haley steinfeld and ran her so through like ran her through like, like uh, an app like a like powdered a, donut shop yeah because you know she's fairly uh dark she's yeah, got she's tanner yeah she's got dark uh dark hair and whatnot um, and Gwen is more blonde and, and whatnot, but you, but the eyes and like, the, that's what I mean. The they kind of have a little bit of a resemblance of the actors, yeah, but they're so. still their own shut up. Um, again, I listened to, because so hey. with, and again, with this movie does really well 
is it like the first movie just relies heavily on a really fucking good soundtrack and yeah. like that beginning dun, 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 that that is original like when that they're, is when they're going uh, on that train like the the last sequence right yeah and like the the, the music kept changing oh, the drum, and then the, the kick pedal and then at the, the like the, I felt it. I felt the tension through that music. Like I mean, and it, of course it's a drum end because it's it's a bookend, right? You have the drum solo at the beginning. You have this big epic like kick drum because it's Gwen and like just the music is so fucking. Good. I love how he and had to play in the whole time. What he had to play in the whole time? The drums? No, Miles. He had to oh, play the play the whole time. Yeah, no, but, like, he did have a plan. But, like. What I really loved about Spider-Man 2099 and what I loved about Gwen, and really good movies do this, each character has a distinct style of music that's behind them and a distinct kind of theme. So it's a little bit more, like I said, kick pedal, drum heavy when it's Gwen. When it's Miles, it's a little bit more um, you know, hip hop. And when it's uh, Miguel, it's like fucking heavy synth and like... Yeah. Well, that fucking horn, dude. When he comes through the portal and it's those laser-looking webs and his, and he blocks that fucking vulture. I was like, oh, dude, that vulture was so cool, <laughs> right? This movie's so good. Oh, I love like, this movie. You shouldn't use fire because, like, you look like you're made out of parchment. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first sign of like, oh, we're gonna have a bunch of different art styles in this movie, right? And, and you're just like, oh shit, yo, like th- that was. And and he was fucking funny as fuck too. He's like, I don't know what I was doing. You're like, yeah. what happened to you? Like, I don't you know. Probably, I was, well, let me guess. You just fell through. Like, yes, that's exactly. You that's just exa- fell through a portal. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. <laughs> oh well, another thing this movie does really good is uh, the spot, who's never really oh. been that big of a deal, and they they do an amazing job of building. And it's like, wow. You, we are the sequences with him were out of this world, dude. Sometimes, when he puts the ATM yeah. in the street, dude. <laughs> Tyler, how is it? How is it? So Technically, you, I'm not stealing from so you. Marvel, I'm stealing from them. Listen to me. Listen to me. Yes. So you know how the MCU is trying to build up Kang to be this fit? How is it Spot has a better character arc than fucking Kang does? Like, and I didn't think... It, look, I'm not... I still enjoy... You want to know the truth? Li- hold on. I, I enjoyed Ant-Man 3. But... And I enjoyed Jonathan Major's performance, but I feel like Jason Schwartz... Uh, Schwartzman... What he was doing and how they so did do with his character, I there's a clear motivation. There's a cl- like the origin is a joke, but like everything he's doing in this movie is clear motivation. And they made him into an intimidating villain, and it's so funny because the spot, yeah, when they introduce him, he's trying to fucking put an ATM and it goes through the, it's in the middle of the road. So okay, so for if you haven't seen, you obviously have. If you're yeah, listening, we're to deep this. into pizza. Oh yeah, yeah, deep in. Well, oh, man, we're in the sauce. We're lost in the we're sauce. In the lost. You know what I say? Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> Good luck getting out of that sauce. Um, Pizza time. Um, no, but uh, obviously, like the, the, one of the best decisions that they made was that before he really became menacing and and jacked his power uh, level level, um, his power set. Um, he has no control over where his spots turn up at all. No. Like, he is literally, like, just, he sucks at it. Yeah. The only reason you can't kick his ass is because he can't figure out what he's doing. Like, you can't. And, and, and Miles, like, the whole fight sequence between the two of them the is just. And the loaf of bread fu- that falls out of his chest. Yes. <laughs> Dude, there was, there was a little the kid about three rows oh, behind us. Ate it up. He fucking died laughing, and that made me laugh even harder because it was, 
The same thing. It probably wasn't that funny to me, but just hearing a child yeah. laugh at how silly that was, like this movie's got the goods. Well, that's the thing. That's uh, I would say that's another reason why we laughed really hard at the Spider-Man Lego sequence because it's just it's so dumb, and it's boop, like boop. you know what. I'm sorry. Boop, boop. I'm uh, somewhere somewhere in our society. You're one of the best we have. Thanks, man. Boop, boop. Somewhere in our society. <laughs> Thanks, Lego Spider. Somewhere in our society, uh, we decided I could get this sentence out before Tyler kept doing boop boop sounds. <laughs> Just messing with him. Um, no, but yeah, somewhere in our society, we had to be like, look, there's some, you know, every there's highbrow jokes and there's lowbrow. I don't care, man. A little Lego guy saying boop boop is funny as shit to me, and I will laugh at that. The whole I am sequence not above was that. great, dude. I mean, it's Lego. Well, you know, they took the audio from the first Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Because JJ is just saying the first thing oh, okay. he's, he said in the first movie. Okay. Also, can we all applaud this movie for committing to the idea of, like, no matter what... F- J. Jonah Jameson is a Nexus character, because we will never recast J.K. Simmons. So he's that's a hilarious gag in this right. movie. He's JJ in every he's universe. Because he did it so well. You'll never top that. You'll never, never top he that. He literally like took it off the fucking pages of the goddamn comic book and put it on fucking screen. You somehow. don't trust anybody. I trust my barber. <laughs> Just so classic. One of the best things about that first movie. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he was great in No Way Home, too. Yeah, as the a, Alex Jones reprise, style. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. But uh, You're welcome. Yeah. But yeah, again, the, the like the little that there are such really good emotional beats and like good Spider-Man beats that you also forget how funny this movie is because oh, it's yeah. a very very funny movie and very funny. But the comedy works. I think I would say ninety percent of the almost a hundred percent of the time I was laughing at all the jokes. Oh yeah, dude. When the, the, okay, let's just get the the Spider Society. We're not gonna touch on all the Easter eggs, but I want to talk about the things that we fucking laughed at the most. Okay, two two. We'll get to Scarlet Spider. Save him. Because we will talk about Spider Man. The first one that I think about, and I um, p- uh, almost piss myself laughing, the fucking 60s Spider Man swinging at him and then missing, and it's just a static image that just keeps going. And it's like, oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> the Spider T Rex was. Can this get any weirder? And it's like, it was fucking Spider T Rex. Or the cat that puked webs on. Like, there's oh, yeah. so many. There's so many. Like, but I can't even remember all of them. Cat. I, t- I tweeted. I'm pretty it. sure that dumb fucking like aluminum suit that Tony Stark made for Spider Man in the yeah, comics yeah. was in there what, somewhere. Some on the face? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. No, okay. But Scarlet Spider. Okay, but before we talk about Scarlet Spider, can I talk about one of my favorites? Was Cowboy Spider Man? Why does a horse need a mask? Yeah. But also because hey, you, know, you don't. <laughs> you know that voice that we do? Yeah. Scarlet Spider and Cowboy Spider Man used almost the exact same like type of like hey you know. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, my bo- like they yeah. both did. So every time one of them talked, I was just like, "That's fucking me and Jake, dude." It's so hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then you told me that Andy Samberg played yeah. the best ancillary character Frequent in the movie. Lord and Miller collaborator, uh, uh, Andy Samberg. I feel like they were making fun I, I, of Rob I, I, Liefeld too. You know what I mean? No, yeah, they were making fun of nineties comics. Yeah, they were hundred oh, percent making yes. fun of it. I'm so I'm so distraught. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, just thinking about my dark past. You can't get out of my well-formed and defined muscles. Defined muscles. <laughs> or when they're like, Ben, you're coming with me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Such a douche. And he always had that hair and just. Oh, yeah. His hair is like drooped to one side. Oh, my like, God. I said it. And I mean it. And I fucking mean it. Okay. I tweeted it. I said, give me an Andy Samberg Scarlet Spider movie. Yes. Or I a series. It. 
Oh, yeah. Either way, I want it. Side note, I'll talk about it in my long box because I'm in a Spider-Man mood. I've been playing... This is like my fourth time playing through the Spider-Man game, but now it's on my PS5. Uh, that now I just, it's on my PS5. That I just bought. Yeah. Hey. Um, and I just unlocked the Scarlet Spider suit, and I will tell you, even before this movie, I love the Scarlet Spider suit. Mm-hmm. I love the simplicity of it. I I love that it's ridiculous in nineties because even even in this he's got a first, fucking hoodie. First of all, that's so stupid. But I like it. I like well, the yeah, way it's so nineties. Well, you know? Why does he wear a belt and why does he have yes! web shooter looking yes! things on his ankles? It doesn't why? make sense. And but all things all it was things easier for the artist to draw because he didn't have all the webs on. It's just red. All that aside, <laughs> that is why I love it. That's why I love comic books and. I actually liked how like Scarlet Spider actually looked cool in this movie. Like I liked his art style. Like because he and it does what that first movie did really well. Is it really does look and feel like you're inside a comic book? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Sorry. all seeing all this different animation is like when you it's all it feels like each like dimension of the movie is like a separate issue. Yeah. That a different artist can It's the same. It's the same writers, but it's literally like that. You know, you have different writers coming in on different issues and, yeah. and doing work. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. What are you looking up? My long box. Shut up. Oh, I didn't uh, know we were doing one this week. You oh. ass. Oh, I mean, we don't have to. No, we. But anyway, I'm gonna do a band this week. <laughs> I want to talk about more. There's so much I want to. Like I could. Uh, funny story. I I uh, one of my coworkers said he just watched it, okay. and I said, "Oh my god, what is it amazing?" And we were just gushing about it. And I he said something that I thought I, like, I want to see it again. Here's the thing, it was well, it was two hours and ten minutes, which is long for an animated movie usually, because yeah. that's like yeah. I didn't notice it. Most animated movies are like an hour and a half, forty you know hour forty five. I didn't notice it. But that's what I mean. It was just like when I sat through the Batman and I looked at Luke and I said I could watch three more hours of that. After that, as soon as that was over, I was like, "God damn it! I have to wait a year. I will watch another three. I would watch a three-hour version so of this. Like, I wanted to keep watching it. I here, didn't want to stop. So here's what's really okay. So here, one drawback about going to see a movie at Flix, okay, is that they bring you your check about twenty minutes 45. before the whatever. That's their new policy, but it used to be yeah, yeah. It's towards, so you know it's towards the end. Yes, and I didn't know there was a third movie, so. We we contemplated getting a whole thing of popcorn again because we fucking destroyed that fucking bowl of popcorn, wow. dude, and that pizza. Holy shit, right? Yeah. But I mean, she brings us our pizza time. <laughs> you had to know I was gonna do that, she and then bring- I got the popcorn, and I said, "God's pizza." <laughs> and they brought us a little bowl, um, and then and then and then she brought me the check, and it said. One million dollars, bitch. <laughs> that was some good popcorn. It said that, and then comma bitch on it. I don't know if you saw it, but it's... She was really nice. I don't think she wrote that. Um, (laughs) She wouldn't say that. She wouldn't say that. This server that I don't know. (laughs) So, anyway. So, she brings us a check and everything, and and I'm sitting there, and I'm like kind of, you know, kind of trying to work the math in my head. I'm like, there's no fucking way this movie is almost over, because I don't know there's a third. Yeah. Until you tell me. The the movie ends, and I look at Jake like, what the fuck? And he's like... Yeah. I gotta say, I do think that the... Um, it was kind of a cool surprise, though. Yeah, I think Sony could have done a better job explaining that they would do because they they originally announced it as Across the Spider Verse Part One. 
Ah. And then it was part two. So I I knew when they first announced it that it was going to be in two parts. But I do a podcast and... about comic book <laughs> movies. You'd think I would. But they changed the title, too. It was going to be part one and part two, but now it's beyond the spider I don't mind. I'm glad that we get more. No, I'm excited. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, is this going to be like an hour and a half, hour 45? Because I feel like they could ra- they're just going to have a big. And you know what? I think there's people that are pro- upset about that. They're like, boom, to be continued. And uh, like, it reminds me a lot of The Matrix Reloaded, where you get to the end and it's this thing where he's Smith in the real, the Smith is in the real world and it just says to but be we, concluded. But and you're we like, all knew that that was going to be a, we all knew You should knew have known that. better, Tyler. You should have done your due diligence. But you're right. But that's what I'm saying. Sony didn't do a good enough, because with, with that, and and uh, Back to the Future, where they did them back to back, you or Infinity War and Endgame, you knew that they were going to be. So th- I could see that how some people are a little confused. Like, wait, what? We're not going to get a resolution to this or whatever. I, I I'll say but, this, but it makes the third movie even better because now it well, feels okay. like a third act. The, here's the thing: is Sorry. I'll say this at the at the moment I was I wasn't pissed. I was just like, what the fuck? Because I just didn't know. Um, but you know. As set, I mean, it's been what? We saw it on seventy-two Sunday. hours now since we saw it. Like I'm not seventy-two. Yeah, three days. Forty-eight Four hours days. is two. We saw it on Sunday. Okay, forty-eight. We're recording hours is, on a Wednesday. Forty-eight hours is two. So ninety-six hours. Yeah. Anyway, the point is. <laughs> <laughs> I just people said are, that. people are in their cars getting their calculators up. Fuck, drive, man. Um, They've turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. Uh, I, I'm not. At no point was I like pissed. It was just kind of confusing, and it took me a second to kind of wrap my head around. Like, wait a second! I really thought I was going to see an end to this, like a resolution. But then I'm like, wait a second, we get more. I saw somebody. I saw coffee. I saw a couple takes on Twitter. So let's get to the. I want to wrap it up and talk about the twist. So the twist is awesome. I love this twist because we find out, and I never really know, and I'm, I don't remember if the f- number 42 was on the spider in Into the Spider-Verse, but if it is, that's genius. I'm pretty sure it was. Because I feel like this was always a plan of, of trying to do three of these movies. But anyway, regardless, um, we we find out that the reason Miles is not allowed to join the Spider Society is because he is an, uh, he's an anomaly. He's the anomaly because... The spider that bit him didn't belong to his universe, and now that universe doesn't have a Spider-Man, and, and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, he it, said it that died after it bit him. And no, no, the the universe. Oh yeah. where, that it came from is gone. Yeah, because uh, Miguel explains that he tried to take the life of a different Miguel that actually had a family, and when he did that, the whole universe collapsed. I don't buy that story. I think he's making it up. Of course. Um. And so we we had this thing of like okay so Miles is the anomaly that's why he doesn't he wanted to he, pretty much Miles wanted to keep him at the Spider Society because if he knows that the canon event for him is his dad dying that he's going to go get his dad. There are people that have criticisms of this because they're like a room full of Peter different Peter Parkers wouldn't do that. I understand that, but. Peter B. Parker is a great example of it. He's thinking of his family, and he doesn't want the idea of, like, what if a multiverse does, like, what if Miguel is right, and I don't want to lose my family. Mm. I don't want to, you know what I mean? So I I feel like 
there would be I don't think it'd be like as many guys that chased him and whatnot, but I think there would be a little bit of discussion. And you know, I, I don't know. I feel like Peter's also logical. Well, let's let's but talk. Yeah, I don't want to get nitpicky about it. No, to be let's honest, talk, because let's... I want to have fun with it. But so, yeah, let's just get to. But let's let's talk about the ending. What we thought was great about my, my, the so, Miguel O'Hara yes. being basically the embodiment of all these yes. fucking cock, uh, these uh, jerks. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. This, and the director's this, this confirmed anti-woke it. bullshit yes. is that you're the anomaly because because it is such. I can't tell you how many how many times on Twitter the last couple of days that I've seen some sort of tweet about Miles Morales being or not Miles being Spider-Man. Morales. He's just Miles Morales. Shut up. I've seen both. I've seen Miles Morales is Spider-Man. I've seen you know. Yeah. And I'm just like I don't care. Like it's not that I don't care. It's just why is it a debate? Because of racism. Did you see Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> by the way? Who Shut was up. so good in D&D. Shut up. She just, yeah. Right? You Shut fucking up. ass. You fucking ass. Just to start, just to stir shit. That's all she's doing. Probably. It's dumb. She drinks a lot. She's had issues with alcoholism. Well, okay. She, I watched the video. She looked uh, a little tipsy to me. Okay. But that's just me. Anyway, I'm hoping that she's not relapsing or whatever. Um, anyway, what um, I was trying to get at was yeah. what I was trying to agree with. Yes, the the directors were asked about an interview. They confirmed that that is that is the embodiment of the people that saying Miles can't who can't exist. When, and I'm not gonna get worked up about this. Are you sure? <laughs> but if you motherfuckers actually <laughs> read something Start that off with <laughs> you dumb bastards, you sons of bitches. <laughs> if you, if you guys would have actually read the words that Stanley wrote or the things that Stanley stood for, he even says multiple times. The reason Spider-Man has a full face mask is because he wanted kids to believe they could be Spider-Man. And that's why sp- that's the first, that's the point. That's the whole trilogy. That is what this trilogy is about. And you stupid assholes can't understand themes. Okay. What's the, the theme of the first movie miles becoming spider-man and understanding that there he can didn't, be more he didn't feel Spider-Man. deserving of being spider-man but then he realized yes i am because anybody could be spider-man anybody can make the jump anybody can make the leap what are we learning here no you have to follow the canon you have to follow the rules no what miles is saying i'm gonna do my own thing because you're not allowed to tell me my story the whole fucking point of this movie is you don't let other people tell your story and that's what Miles has always been about, and that's why you're scared. And, and that's why you don't like it. Isn't it because... interesting that these chuds have doubled down <laughs> without any trace of irony at all? How do you not understand you're the bad guy? He's literally saying to you, you suck, and you're going, yeah, we do. How dare you tell me how to be who I am? Like, that's, fuck you. That's, the, what, that's my, what this movie is. My favorite thing is that there are- Because canon is, like, playing These, these right-wing shitheads are all, all, all over, you know, whatever, just decrying this movie, and it's woke, and it's going to fail, and all this. And what they don't even get is, is that they're playing right into exactly the sim- symbolism- how that, I- that the movie is saying. Yes. You guys are shitheads, and you're not smart enough to get anything. You're, we- you're just not smart enough. And you don't understand. And, and that's what I love, too, is the moment of, like, I thought we were the good guys. Because that's not how... Listen, if, if any part of your argument involves um, dehumanizing or, or taking the rights away from somebody else or a group of people, you are not the good guy. I don't give a fuck about your inner monologue, motherfucking Ryan Canal. okay? You're an asshole. Hey, Melanie Mack, guess what? Anytime a church falls down or gets burned down, that's a bad thing against God, except for the ones that hate gay people. Those ones can go all the way. But, um, <laughs> y- y- I mean, Melanie Mack... 
your whole existence is a mockery of God. I mean, Ooh. literally, you are such a contradiction of shit. They're going to say we're obsessed with her. Well, All right. Well, I'm we're not talking about her. No, we're not. No. no just because of that, I'm not talking about her anymore. <laughs> Let's move on. I don't want to. Well, I just want to bring up one thing. Okay. Um, and I, I, like I said, I didn't want to go in full Griff report, but that's what I mean. Like. What? I'm angry because she's a lying. What? She's a liar, and well, she she wraps herself in this blanket of Christianity, which is not big enough to fucking cover up your bigoted fucking horns, your devil fucking bigot horns, dude. She to to give people reference. She as we're recording this, we're recording on Wednesday. She released a, a video, um, being be, truly believing that a lightning strike that was from Burned God that was smiting these people because they. Dared said, "Hey, gay people are welcome." She here. in in the in the thumbnail, she's dancing next to a picture of a fallen steeple with. Uh, and she think w- she truly believes God did it. She truly does. Like she's that psychotic. Like it's what kind of a fucking God is that, dude? I mean, what the yeah, fuck? Why would God do yeah, right? It's like the I don't want to fucking believe you, in your have you God, seen man. The, stop it! Stop Sorry. it, man! You believe in all gods? Oh yeah, have you seen that New York shit? No, have you ever seen? No, it reminds me of that Stephen Fry thing my wife sent me because mm. I'd seen it before and she sent it to me recently mm. uh, about C- Stephen Fry uh, talking about if your God exists, how dare you? Is what he would say, like. You're gonna kill. Look how many children die of disease and things. Like, why would you do that? You could stop that. You're you're God. You could do whatever you want. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> why would God? You're gonna tell me a, like God would smite these people because they dared. Whatever. Point yeah, is, fair. fuck off, man. The one thing my I, God one, is love and understanding. The one thing Your I wanted God to talk about is a piece of shit. This is what happens when a movie is universally liked. When it's a really good movie, these losers have to stretch. So this is the critical drinker who has no. millions of subscribers who For is some a reason. who is a thick-headed fuck and doesn't understand themes or he does I think they're or thick-headed. he does and he just likes money and he lies. How much of them but, are bots? But here, here's his take <laughs> on Spider-Man across the Spider-Man. Here's I can't a, fucking wait. Here's how you know this economy sucks and it's stupid and it's not it is anti-fandom because even when they like a movie they have to find something to nitpick about it and they have to be they'd have to put titles like Brilliant, but flawed. Well, no fucking shit, idiot. Everything is flawed. Nothing is perfect. Because you, know, you know why? Humans made it, and I human hope, beings aren't perfect. I hope but that that's my uh, that that's on my tombstone. Brilliant, but flawed. Thirty nine seconds. Here's critical drinker, and his main criticism of it. Stop pointing at me. His main criticism of it. He doesn't really like how they're portraying the one white dude. So I can't shake the feeling that the script is doing everything in its power to play down Peter Parker like it's afraid the it's audience not his movie. start rooting for him over Miles if he's shown to be too capable and confident. The first movie portrayed him as an aging, burned out loser who only redeems himself at the end, while the second film morphs him into a bumbling, hapless father in a pink bathrobe who for some reason keeps taking his baby along on life-threatening adventures despite having a perfectly capable mother at home to look after it. Is this some weird attempt to mock and belittle the Spider-Man? that most people know and love who incidentally just happens to be the only straight white man in the entire There inti- it is. We're waiting for the grip. And I want to I want to point out I, I'm pretty that sure is, that there is were the dumbest yeah, shit. I'm pretty sure there were other straight people in that movie. Did it also occur to him that this movie was made for children as well? 
Like kids saw this movie. Does he also occur? Uh, did it also ever occur to him that he's a white dude and he's never had a problem being represented on screen or, or in movies or, or magazines you know or on TV shows you know ever? Else, you know what they else? You know what else they complain about? They complain about uh, the pregnant Spider Woman. Like this is ridiculous. She's pregnant. Jesus, a super powered spider person. Also, hey, um, hey, Tyler, Tyler, yeah, Tyler, Tyler, yeah, Tyler, yeah, coming, coming close. Yeah, yeah. It's all silly because comic books are silly, good yeah, fun. Yeah. And when you embrace it, you'll have more fun, you dumb shit. Yes. Um, oh, uh, I got that was ASMR I got, for I, I assholes. Got, I got one more. I got one. Come, come here. Oh yeah. So, um, um, you know what I think is really funny oh, is yeah, that yeah. all these people think that like once a woman is pregnant, they're like incapable oh, of yeah. anything other than like sitting. Despite the fact that this woman would have super for strength for nine months, this woman would have super strength and superhuman abilities too. So I mean, like, I I remember I remember when your wife was pregnant and like literally did nothing but sit. And wait for the baby to come. So that's, she sat. She sat barefoot in, 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 the, kitchen. in the kitchen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. on which a stool is, while is, she was cooking was inter- meals. Yes. Yeah, which yeah. was interesting because it was a weird time. When I saw this movie, I was like, "Wait a second! Pregnant women are not allowed." Get back in the kitchen. Wait a second! You're pregnant. Doesn't that like <laughs> we should do? N- we should do uh, NPR. Doesn't 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 pregnancy make your Tyler, legs not work? Tyler. 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 Tyler, what? I got an idea. But that's my favorite part of the argument is that she's like she shouldn't be doing stuff. She's pregnant. Like how fucking dare you? You know how many badass pregnant or, ladies or, I've seen kick. Uh, you know how many badass uh, pregnant ladies in this world could kick the shit out of me right now? Oh, Tyler, can I? Answer? Yes. Can I also point yes, this out? To, a lot of to, them. to put a thing on this. Yes. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, you listening? Yeah. Um, it's a multiverse, so it's not. The traditional six one six. I got it. 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 The best argument against him. It's a fucking cartoon. It's made for kids. It's a fucking cartoon. It's made for families. It's not fucking real. Also, another point. I bet you he doesn't like black Santa Claus. Another theory that's going around. (laughs) There's a theory going around because of her color scheme and like the artistic choices. Some people are theorizing that Gwen Stacy is trans in this movie. I don't think she is. What are you talking about? No, there's like somebody that actually there's like. There's like a little thing on Twitter, like a fan theory that Gwen is trans. Sure, if it makes people happy. Uh, but that's, oh my God. So there was a tweet that said that, and I thought the same thing. First of all, it's a multiverse, and there's a wealth of possibilities. Secondly, who am I to say how someone feels about art? If somebody feels like they think that they have a theory that Gwen is trans, who fucking cares? If there's a trans girl out there, like a trans teenage girl, and she went and saw this movie, and she was on the verge of whatever because of all these fucking laws at these fucking adults who are not acting like adults are passing and they were just on the edge like just ready to end it all and they went and saw this movie and they watched it and the whole time every time Gwen's on the screen and they were validated enough to make it one more day that's good good for fucking them good for them also why would I be mad why who am dude it's art it's yeah it's, it's open for interpretation it's like it's like but my thing is I can totally see that. Why would I care? Why would I care? It's not that I don't Does care. it change just, how I feel about right. the movie? No. no. Right. That's and that's the main thing. And also it's not that 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 shit is not for It's not my place not to say who should feel like yeah. rep- they're represented. Who fucking cares, man? <laughs> what is wrong with people, man? I don't know. You know? Tyler, uh I got something to tell you. Uh, You're gonna be really excited about this. I am excited. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. What up, Woodblock? Oh, that's a cowboy. That's a Woodblock. Oh, that's the cowboy. 
Yeah. We took a week yeah. off. It's back. And it's about to. We couldn't fucking quit, Robo. We're about to take the spike into your ear. Can I just say? I want to do something a little different. Ten minutes. Classic in a classic sounder in ten minutes. That's how good I am. Wow. So humble. Um, <laughs> um I don't even know what you're going with the first ten minutes. Like I thought you were saying this is gonna be over. That's how long minutes. we have? Fuck you. <laughs> um uh any who any hoosiers. Um today we are back in animated. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I think we're mostly just gonna do the cartoons because they're 20 minute episodes. I mean, I'm I'm willing to go back and watch RoboCop. I thought it was too, great that you sent me the link last night after I'd watched already it. Already seen it. Already seen it. But as soon as you said it, I was like, I got nothing going on. I'm gonna watch it right now. So yeah, we are watching the final episode. Which, but with the hindsight knowing this is the last episode, the ending is even more hilarious because yeah. it just kind of ends. Um, but Bef- before we get into episode the, twelve, right, is what we're on. M- M- Menace of the mind. Yes. Now, before we get into um, the actual episode, I have a great story because when I was uh, in the late eighties, like eighty seven or so, um, there was this big news that they Marvel had produced an X Men cartoon. It was called Pride. No, it was called Pride of the X Men, and it was a a thirty seven minute episode that was being released on VHS. This is how dumb we were. We paid like fifty bucks for this fucking cassette. Oh wow! Because we, oh yeah, because VHSs were. Expen- I think we yeah. had. I think we had to order uh, through the mail. They were expensive back in the day, right, dude? Like a, a brand new. It was like, like buying a video game a, now. A brand new. Uh, I remember very distinctly, like uh, uh, Terminator Two when it first came oh, out yeah. on on video was like eighty bucks <laughs> for VHS. Yeah, fucking anyway. Um, so we're that's freak- why Best Buy or not Best Buy Blockbuster was so popular, right? So we're just easier to we're, rent. we're freaking out, right? Because we're just like, oh my god, this is amazing! And mom, dad, you got to buy this for us, and they ponied up the cash and we bought it. And it's not bad, but it's not great. First of all, Wolverine's Australian for some reason. Uh, the kids, Bef- oh, even lot. before Hugh Jackman. Wow. Oh yeah, this is eighty. I mean, it, it made no sense that he's <laughs> has an Australian accent. Like yeah. it makes no sense. Um, but it was it was an interesting. It was well produced. They had to fight the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. You know, uh, Nightcrawler was in it. Colossus, Kitty Pride. You know, da da. And it was basically about Kitty Pride. You know, and we thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And it was supposed to be a pilot for an ongoing cartoon with the X Men. Now that failed and it fell through because they were owned by Sunbow Productions. Marvel was, and Sunbow made all these cartoons, including the RoboCop cartoon that we watched. Now, typically, uh, first uh, seasons of animated shows are 13 episodes. The reason why this was only 12, because they took the budget for the 13th episode and made Pride of the X-Men. No way. Yes, they fucking wow, did, dude. Wow, I was looking this up on Wikipedia last night, and they were talking about it, and it was like, uh, generally, uh, it, that's why it's so sudden. It has like it, just a, ends. it has a note at the bottom of the the episode guide, and it says typically uh, thirteen episode first seasons for animated shows. But however, Sunbow and Marvel um, took the money, took the budget for the thirteenth episode to make an X Men pilot. And yeah. I know damn well what that was because we freaked out about it. I think my brother still has the VHS somewhere. Wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> but that's no my idea. story right there is that somehow this links all the way back to this fucking video that is admittedly not great because Wolverine's Australian. Oh, let's go get some shrimp on the barbie even and I'll cut he, these guys up. Even though he's Canadian. Yes. <laughs> I think they even say that he's from Canada. 
Yeah. Um, so, so I took notes. Yeah. Let's get into episode 12, uh, Menace of the Mind, the return of mm. Clarence Boddicker, which you and I were talking about this. Let's start off my first- Well, I'll go off, we'll yeah, just go, go off your notes since well, you got them. I'm going to start with points off for breaking cannon via, via Boddicker and his whole gang. His whole gang shows up. Yeah, this is that's what I mean. When we, go, I, I, Leon, be, I mentioned it in the last time we yeah. did this. It's in an alternate timeline. Yes, that so seems about it's right. The same starting. It's Spider Verse. It's the same. It's the canon part, and now the, now the show is its own thing. So let's let's assume what we can assume from this episode is that in this timeline they killed Murphy. He became RoboCop, and then they disappeared. Yes. They like ran off. Yeah, never to be found. And then they come back because they're all back and shit. It's kind of interesting. So for a kids show, I gotta it's, it's say, I gotta say, um, uh, points off uh, for that. And then when they do the uh, when they do the um, the flashback, the one there's a white dude who shows up in the camera. He's like, "Does it hurt? Yeah. Does it hurt?" And it's like, "No, that was the guy." <laughs> Does it hurt? Does it hurt? That was not a white guy. <laughs> wow. Not that I care. Wow. It just it just not the dude who had that really high pitched like yeah, hyena was, laugh. Well, Leon, excuse me while I whip this yeah. out. Do you mind if I zip, zip this? this oh, up? that's what I meant. No, I was thinking of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> excuse me while I whip this out. Um, so equally great line. <laughs> so it starts off, and they're talking about this zip collar, right? Yes. And that that the, the, the for the first kids five are using the, the show, study, and then it's over. They don't talk yeah, about they it again. That plot line they, completely like a fucking hot rock. But here's the note I took about that. They're talking to these kids. and um, Oh, my gosh. You kids, can study better. Kids in the future are still dumb and misrepresented. Um, but uh, I got to give aces again on the old man characterization. Fucking flawless, man. Dude, I got to love the fact that we're watching this kids show yeah. in the 1980s. And it says, well, you've heard it here, folks. OCP values profits over people. <laughs> I, I uh, guffawed. Like, they were telling us right. back then no, that you're they, doomed. You gotta... Capitalism is bad. There's a really good video explaining how the 1980s spent the whole 80s explaining Donald Trump was gonna happen to us, and we didn't listen. No, because we were too busy doing cocaine exactly. and living we off the fucking profits, up. dude. The fact, that, but again, so it, it just that's a kid show saying that, which is even funnier to me because oh, kids are not gonna pick up on shit no, like that. We we didn't. Um, yeah. Duh. Um, no, but um, one of my one of my favorite bits is they they chase after Boddicker, and yeah. this is before we know that RoboCop knows it's Boddicker because he hasn't seen him yet, whatever. But um, his left arm gets caught, ripped and, off. Well, they yeah, he shuts the j- door, the door yeah. and, and he gets ripped off and falls into the you know ocean or whatever. And I thought that was Lake really Michigan, interesting probably. symbolism because in the first movie, like, what's the deal with the left arm? Well, we figured we could save it. He's basically OCP property. Lose the arm. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting symbolism because it was that arm yeah. that came off, right? So interesting. And then that's actually I didn't even I didn't even pick up on that. That was a good catch. Well, I was just writing while I was watching. I didn't do no, this. No, I mean the last I didn't time. even think about that bit from the first movie I was that that to would make be sure connected. Because if you think this is about ten minutes of screen time between those two, so I'm like I haven't been writing any notes in a while. Let me see. Um, then they then they come in with uh, this the guy while RoboCop is on the fritz and they're like we're gonna help you with these Ultra Cops. Oh and, my God! So this is what I want to talk about. I, I'm First a, of all, the guy talking says, all right, gentlemen, like there's no women cops. <laughs> no, but this is, I really want to talk about Sexist. this. Sexist. Because I, I recently just put up uh, the last episode we did. Um, 
And in that episode, I mentioned the Ultra Police because we're talking about this episode. And I was a thousand percent right. And I said, because I said, well, this is just clearly a toy commercial. And it is because they launched that Ultra Police line of toys. And it turns out, it turns out that the guys suck, by the way. They suck fucking balls. (laughs) They're the worst. The one dude can't fucking stop crushing his motorcycle. So, dude, just look at this. Their team consists of a guy who drives a tank, a guy who flies a helicopter, and a dude who rides a motorcycle. And they're all white dudes. What a surprise. (laughs) Wheels. Did you notice that the regular cops? It's it's like, it's clearly, here's this RoboCop show, but we're going to put this like shitty G.I. Joe knockoff. I'm not going to get into any uh, conspiracy theory at all or whatever, but let me just give you some symbolism here. All three of these super cops are white, are white dudes, okay? And every once in a while, they show these two regular cops going like, wow, they're really good. Oh, yeah, and they're black they're dudes. Black dudes. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So the yeah. whole time, I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Um, and then that douchebag lieutenant shows up again during while they're saying, like, good, we don't want RoboCop anyway. Dude, yeah, Hedgecock. Right, right. Hedgecock. Yeah. There's continuity. The fact, the fact. I thought they took him to jail. Tyler, Tyler, can I just talk about how I started this stupid segment on a whim, and, and it's turned into the best no, part of our show. No, it was show. the most serendipitous thing in my life. I just saw this <laughs> RoboCop live action show on Peacock, and then we went off, oh, and that it was went fucking horrible. But, but, dude, dude, the convenience of Hedgecock making a reappearance in this episode, and the fact that they got that guy to just be like, "Yeah, well, at least yeah. they're human." <laughs> They're not robots. And then he's gone again. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Oh, my God. Um, That's incredible. So so then uh, the Ultra Police suck. Um, and here, here's my thing. When RoboCop shot Boddicker, they actually, like, hit his arm and stuff, like actual wounds. And let me tell you, for a, ca- a cartoon in the 80s, like, everything was lasers because you can't show real violence, which yeah. is bullshit because Rambo. they were Rambo. Like muzzle flares, yeah. Right? On his, like, f- no, but, like, his... his clothes like tore because yeah. they shot him well, and also so i you, thought that was also you're getting a pov shot of them shooting him like you're mm. still what you're you right are, like you said this is the closest you get to his actual right. origin yes and this is the closest you actually get yes. to the movie which is impressive by the way the text that i gave you um you know the original uh quote from the movie is you probably don't think i'm a very nice guy yeah and in the show he says you probably don't think i'm very very nice person woke Whoa! Everything's woke now. Whoa! Even though this was made in '88, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Um, um, such no, a good. But, but they make a fucking. They make a Trump reference in Delta City at the Trumpet Tower. Oh, I didn't even catch that. You didn't catch that? No. Oh, of course, because everybody knows that Trump is the richest guy in America. And they tr- kept trying to warn us, Tyler. I gotta say, um, I uh, Boddicker, the Boddicker, last couple notes. The Boddicker characterization was pretty accurate. As much as you can have Boddicker on a kid's show, yeah. he was and, pretty close. And the sound alike actually did sound pretty close to Kurt. As Smith. close as you can get, right? I was just like, that dude must be on crack cocaine. <laughs> but my favorite part, I got to say. You know what say, he said to me when I said that? I'll eat your ass. It looks like he's going to kill Boddicker, right? And Lewis yeah. convinces him not to, right? Yes. Which, by the way, never happened in another kid's show, ever. This sequence, right? Like that, he's about to pull the trigger and shit. Dude, that just doesn't happen. Well, and even well, it's again, it's funny that it worked out where we watched the 
previous episode yeah. because the previous episode has a similar scene where he's literally ripping oh, the right, armor right, 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 off right. Of this I forgot dude. about like, that. He's about to kill that motherfucker. So, dude, RoboCop needs he's to got anger chill. Issues. No, but, but you're right. That this this show again, but the, it, does it, a really it good lands job with, with that. a joke because of that at the end because he's got him in his hand and they're walking and Lewis is like, "Wow, Robo or Murphy, I thought you were really, you know, da da." He's like. Come on, Lewis. You know I was in control the whole time. And then he just <laughs> fucking flings Boddicker <laughs> into the thing. And she's like, you had me going, Murphy. <laughs> like, I laughed out loud because that was funny. Yeah. No, um, dude, they're actually like, I had, I had the one big legitimate laugh for me was the profits over people bit. Because I was like, wow, a kid's show is just going for it. But uh, I, 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 I give it high marks just because. I, I was it, impressed. It, it was bold for a kid's cartoon from the 80s. Yeah. Um, took a lot of chances that you didn't see with those types of shows in that time. <laughs> and Well, dude, to me... What still made, a crappy what toy me, commercial, basically, but yeah. It, what made me laugh, though, with that is the fact that the Ultra Police are fucking worthless. Like, again, there are so... You can... Whoever was given this task, I think, does a well enough job. Understand and actually... Because Alpha Commando... They don't. That, that's clearly just again. We said they just slapped RoboCop paint on it. Must and, have, yeah. And this show, it is clearly trying to have a younger audience and trying to like show this as a cartoon. But it's still again. Everybody was on crack cocaine in those days and thought it was somehow including again, me. I say it every time we talk about the cartoons, but it's still baffling because even. Even when they try and represent this story for a kid's show, and they do do a good job of that, it's still a very violent story. This is a very violent story. Yeah, you know, you know what the the worst thing that, even for kids that it has to 80s, be a little violent. Eight, the worst thing that eighties kids shows cartoons did to my generation was, and it's trickled on down now to a younger generation too. And why we have so much gun violence and shit. And it is this whole they they actually got together uh, the. Uh, Congress and everything and made laws like you have to fucking show like if you're going to shoot down a plane there's somebody inside you have to show a parachute like you can't you can't even indicate that somebody's been killed in a kid yeah. in the kids yeah. cartoon yeah but that's bad because none of us ever 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 thought about consequences of violence because there were none in the yeah. shows we watched yeah and now look our fucking kids are out there shooting every uh, shooting each other up because they don't feel like consequences either so Fuck you, 1980s. You ruined it for everybody. No, honestly, the 1980s was the worst fucking decade hey, in America, dude. It was. Hey. It was. But entertainment fuck, fuck wise, Reagan. Sure. It was great. But fuck Reagan. <laughs> fuck, I mean, just <laughs> fuck everything that the 80s was about, dude. Fuck it. And that's, I think, the reason why. I kind of fucked the 90s, too, really. Wow. The reason why I think. Except for news radio. Uh, the reason why I think um, it's, it's such an interesting period of American history because. This is the thing that I find so interesting. Because it's the world we live in, right? You can be anti-capitalist, but you you also operate in a, in a capitalist world. I live in a capitalist society. You can write a movie called RoboCop that yeah. is anti-militarization of police, anti-glorifying... You know, but without capitalism, that, are you going to get the budget for it? That's what I mean. To do it right? That's how the movie gets made, is capitalism. And you don't you don't write RoboCop to think how can we sell toys of this because you know, how can we find a way to market this hard R rated so movie what you're saying to now, kids right and 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 you're not saying that because it's capitalism 
Right. But these wh- companies do it. What and, I'm hearing and, from and you what? is that um, so what's standing in the way of a true revolution of human thought and society is all these bullshit movies that we keep fucking churning out every fucking year. Is that what you're saying? Oh, so our job is pointless. So the right wingers are right. Hollywood's ruining America. <laughs> no. <laughs> But <laughs> they were right. But that's not. But that's so fascinating about this because when right? you think about flip sides of the same coin, what are the things that come to your mind when you think of like RoboCop? When you think of the themes of the that movie? violence, uh, satire, glorifying violence, Glor- satire, satire. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, anti. It's anti-consumerism. Glorifying it's anti-capitalism. Yes. All the, the the commercials, the SUX. Like like sucks. eight miles to the gallon. Yeah, I buy that for a dollar. Like it's 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 yeah. It, it is every reality comi- TV show on TV right now. I buy that for a dollar. Having said that, RoboCop spawns RoboCop two, RoboCop three, RoboCop the animated series, RoboCop, RoboCop Alpha Commando, Commandos, RoboCop the series, RoboCop yes. Prime Directives, RoboCop the reboot, RoboCop. Rogue City, this new video game that I want to talk about actually for a little bit. Um, if we do can. you think? Because well, I feel like it is fits. that your long box. It's a combination of RoboCop Palooza and my long box, but I mean, I don't really have that, but it's fine. Anyway, yeah. Guess. No, I want to bring it up because I want to hear what you think about it because I think it would be fun to to play it together in some sort, like do a vid- at least a video of us playing it together because I'm interested in it. But uh, I want to keep talking about this episode. Again, I love that they made Boddicker <laughs> RoboCop's nemesis. Because if you think about it, RoboCop's true nemesis is Dick Jones. Yeah. Boddicker's just in his way. Mm-hmm. Yes, Boddicker kills him, but he, you know, RoboCop knows that Dick was always the mastermind. It was always Dick pulling the strings. How ironic that um, Boddicker killing Murphy is exactly what allowed, um, what's his name, to move forward with RoboCop project. Oh, yeah. Uh what was his name? Well, Miguel, um, uh, Jose, no, Miguel Ferrer. Yeah, but who was his name? I can't remember. Call us Bobby. 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 Robert. No, yeah, something like that, yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, you going to call me Bobby? <laughs> it was Bobby something. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Too bad Too bad about, what's his name? Too, hey, it's life in the big city. <laughs> no, it makes me laugh because in, in the beginning of the movie, he says, do you fly, Bobby? <laughs> and he fucking throws him out. He burns the, burns the fucking morning. Nobody does piss like Kurt Woods. Oh, smoke. God, yes. Okay, we uh, got to move on. No, before we wrap that up, uh, consequences of that uh, violence, no consequences. Wheels should have died. But, oh, I just happened to have a hook that could catch this guy. Right before his head fucking <laughs> shatters you know like was, a the melon. The whole time I was thinking of it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Deadpool 2 when he has the X-Force, and they just get fucking... Brutalized, like that is right. But this wasn't meant to. Like this wasn't no, meant to be I'm, funny. What I'm saying is, in in an adult version of this cartoon, yeah. those dudes would eat shit, yeah. and it would be hilarious. It'd and be they, violent and gory. Yeah, it'd be funny. Yeah, I mean, they didn't die, but in a movie, they would have. All right, and so they would, yeah, you would see them go. Ah, so are we doing? Splat. Are we doing long box? Or are we doing? Well, I want to quickly put a bow on that by just saying. Um, there's in September. There's in this. Uh, I was making. We've a jo- talked about this. A couple I was times. well. I was making a joke about this earlier. We've always talked about RoboCop, right? And we just started doing this. I just started coming. Like we came up with this idea on a whim, 
And I think, and I was telling Ashley about this. I'm like, how funny is it that I complete? I make this whole segment, and I completely forgot about the RoboCop game that's coming out this year in September. Oh, it's you've co- talked about it on the show. I uh, know, but I forgot about it. So I didn't even think about it, and I saw the video. They just released some like gameplay footage oh, okay. of it recently, and I was like, oh shit, that's coming out this year. So like, what I'm saying is. I had not thought of it when I would come up with the idea for RoboCop Palooza. Is what I'm saying, and I would love to do like an extended one, like not for the sh- not on the show particularly, but like on our YouTube of me playing it or talking about it or whatever. But it's funny because there's just quick notes about it. Um, what I saw from the gameplay they were talking about, there's dialogue options, which blew my wad. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell I think him, the, the expression is blew my mind. I was telling Ashley I was excited because one, Peter Weller comes back and they scanned him. So his voice and his likeness is in the game. Two, it's hyper violent. Like it is ridiculous. And you've they've got the tracking and targeting and you got the automatic pistol and you just fucking gun just gun these dudes down. But what's even better about it is I was I was listening, I was watching it was an IGN video and they were describing their gameplay and they were saying that like They've never really, they haven't really played an FPS, a first-person shooter like this, in a while. Where RoboCop is just a fucking tank. So you are, they've said like you're. We're so used to how like quick and fast these shooters go. Well, because you but have this, to hide behind shit. This one you don't. To reload. You're RoboCop exactly. So it's like it's so slow and deliberate, and you can. <laughs> Like like all that shit, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna eat this game up. And and the fact that they're like, oh, there's dialogue options, so when I can you're choose looking, how to play. When you're looking how my through Robocop his uh, through his eyes, do you get that kind of hum that you always see whenever he's I think looking through? Like his, a, I think they put like you a, ever notice the POV when whenever they have like a, a little POV, filter on it. Well, there yeah, there's a little screen, but there's like also kind of thing. a hum, like a mm, a little bit. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I th- I, that would be I good dude, guys. it's very authentic, and apparently. This is set after RoboCop 2. So, you because you're dealing with Nuke. Ah. There's, yeah, and stuff like that. So, I'm like, okay, I'm interested in that. I, I do think, because we watched it a little bit the other night, we didn't finish it. I do think we should rewatch, or well, you've rewatched it recently. I can I rewatch can do it, it again. But I think we should go back, because honestly, RoboCop 2 isn't as bad as I remember it. No, it's not it's terrible. Not the third no. movie. <laughs> but anyway. So I've yeah, never Robocop. seen the third movie. Here it is. Wasn't there a fourth one? No, because then it was Prime Directive. Okay. Hey, wait, I thought it was the uh, thank you for your cooperation. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. What you're the right. fuck? Thank you for your cooperation. That Good yeah. night. I think I'm well. All that is pretty much uh, what I've seen is in it, so yeah, I'm excited. Um, so no, no, we I still said, got a couple of yes, a couple of, and then the game said one million dollars, bitch. And I said, expensive. and then I said, what? <laughs> uh, so we still have, we still got um, mayhem, and we still got uh, long box. Well, we gotta. I mean, we don't have to do long box. We can just end it with mayhem if you want. It's up to you. I. <laughs> I <laughs> do you, um I'm sorry. We got, we got no, time. no, we'll start the thing properly. Okay, you yeah. ready? Yeah. Sorry, I forgot how loud it is. Ah! I didn't. I fucking wrote that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
Okay, we're going to start one more time. No, we're going to let it play out. Hold on. No. I forgot to go over there today. Yeah, we we've done that so many times. Yeah, we have. Um, so I don't know. Uh, so first, our our book this week is uh, called Within Temptation from Opus Comics. I don't know if you noticed the price. Oh, I didn't notice that either. <laughs> it's six dollars and sixty six cents. I they told me about that when I got it, but um, this is actually there's apparently um, there's a band. Um, uh, who is it? Incendium.online, but Marika Nijkamp, Montos, um, apparently this this comic was made by a band. Which is weird because that's the second comic book we've got, we have, that is made by a group. Like right. a music, because uh, the other one is a, a a rap group. Yes. Which is crazy. We still gotta get to that one. Yeah. Um, or I would say more of a hip hop group. So... To me, like I'm, I'm a big fan of like uh, crazy dystopia kind of. Oh, I hate this book. You don't, you don't really know what's going on. Um, I've talked before about how Strike Force Morituri is a book from Epic, uh, back in the '80s that was really, really cool because the idea of that book was that this alien horde had come to Earth and there was no way to stop them until this guy developed the Morituri effect. And what it was was that these people went through this treatment and they would gain superpowers to fight the aliens. But getting those superpowers was like you're going to die in a year after you get those powers. You're going to die one way or the other. You might be slow. You might blow up. You never know. But you're going to die. And so it's obviously like, oh, my God. But the art is very reminiscent of it. And the... The costuming also is very reminiscent of that Strike Force Moriturri. Yeah, this art is insane. It's insane. In- there's there's a couple double play double page splashes. Yes, that are just unreal. Like, yeah. I oh no, and and that's, the dots on the people's faces. I don't, I don't know okay, if you noticed the different yeah. places that the that the dots were. Like that yeah. was kind of interesting. The, I, I do want to say this rank. Yeah, you and I were talking about this. We don't talk about the writing is really good in this. Yes, I really like the world building. And and the lore that we're really getting pushed and um the 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 reveal at the end was cool. Yeah. I really liked Sometimes it. like, you know, we And the art was fantastic. Oh my gosh. There's there's different, you know, stories that we have done before. There's different comic works where, you know, hey, do I want to read this again? You know, that's kind of like how, you know, how do we review this? Well, to me, would I read it again is probably the best way to review it. Or would I keep reading yes. the subsequent would issues? Keep- this is one of three. Oh, yeah. I'd read this again. Well, why don't I just go ahead and start collecting this and we'll, uh, we'll I would put love that to on my finish list. the whole story. We'll p- yeah. three, three issues. It's good stuff. Um, I, I really like it. No, um, From Opus Comics. The yep. reason the reason that... Um, well, it's funny because it, there's some... I always think about this. When it's any sort of art, yeah. I like to think of... It's got to pass like a... Not necessarily a Jake check like a Jake vibe check, but it's like a, um, it's, I always, I like playing with the idea of why do I like something? Mm-hmm. Why, why is this working for me? Why mm-hmm. is this appealing to me? Cause There's, that's, cause that's how art works. Some things connect, right. some things don't. Yeah. And I, 
I think is because this book plays on a lot of my sensibilities, things I really like. It, it's build, it's 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 does a great job of world building and building stakes. And like, first of all, it is kind of funny that it's a thruple. That's like the main thing. Like you don't usually see thruples in these books, but yeah. uh, or in in any media really. But I, it's just like you said, this faraway world, this dystopian looking world, and like it could be ours. And but it's also it, you know what it think you know what gives me ideas of it, and. In a way, one of the influences I feel like is Dune, and that's why I think you liked it because it has because it's it's mixing re- like this high religious thing with technology, and that's why Tyler's smiling. See, when I when I talked about Strike Force Murray Turi, one of the um, uh, my upcoming project in September, a lot of the reason why that became it's, that yeah. is because uh, for the Sins of Sinister event. Um, that whole like you know th- uh, three months where they just had like three X books, yeah. it was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. The ori- the uh, the f- uh, it was called uh, Sins of Sinister number one, so it was like a you know yeah. sixty page book, and it's the beginning, and they had variant covers, and one of them was a Strike Force Mori Turi variant, mm-hmm. which is recreating the first issue of the original series, and that reminded me, and and when I started reading this, like there's a very Mobius style a little bit to the art. Um, there's a little bit of a Mobius flair, which is why I like it too, but it's, it's, it, I just like it. It's just, it's, it's a really, kind of I, art. It's a solid there's, book. There's art you see sometimes and it's just really muddy. This is pretty, you know, the lines are pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the coloring and the inking, you know, it's, I, I like it. I well, like I it mean, a lot. We, I've, I've talked about it before and I talked about it. How much do I like it? I, a lot. I, I talked about it with your, with your brother's book. Mm. I love it. When a book can give me pers- give me um, scale, and so many times reading this, I got scale. Yeah. I got idea. Like it's it's great to. See- I love it when an artist knows how to fill the space. Yeah. And because um, the way I look at art, a lot of the times when it, with the things I do, I I look at it this way: is like there's this room, there's this space, and what, how much can I fill it with? Right. And I, and I, and I see a lot of that in this book. Like when she meets, what you're filling it so, with. so there's this thing called the matriarch, um, which is like this all-knowing God-like being, mm. and it's always a woman, is my assumption, because it's the matriarch. Yeah. Um, well, it's, yeah. But when you see them. her, it's these long black tentacles that go to the be- like the ceiling. Like of this who knows giant, where they go? You don't know where they go because yeah. it goes off the page. Well, it goes into a light. But yeah, but it, it yeah, but when you yeah, the top goes off the edge There's of the page, at the and top. like so you get this like of like this big thing, and yeah. it's just great. It's I, I I really dig it, and I'm I'm totally down to finish the series. Like yeah, if, the, if it's a three book series, I'd love to read the yeah, other two books. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it just blackens, and they use shading, and they use. I I love it when an artist really has a hold of their craft and understands how they can move, work with the space it's they're so given. Cool, like how it just yeah. yeah, dug it a lot. You know what I say? You know what I say to this one? I say yes. I would read it again. Me too. In fact, we're yes. We might. I mean, we might as well go ahead and just finish out the series the next couple weeks. Yeah, maybe or months. I guess. Anyway. I you always ready? forget. Comics are monthly. Yeah. We're moshing right now in Jake's basement. His dog doesn't like it. Where'd he go? He's tails wagging it. 
You said his name. I you said, said his name. Cooper, 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 Cooper. She said, you know what, man? I'll eat your ass. Um, wow. Not in the fun way. <laughs> I mean, he would literally eat it. He would eat it. Like, if you died and he didn't have food, he would just start eating your body. Your dead body. I could write a book about what you don't know. That's how, you know, why haven't we never used that for mayhem? Because it says I could write a book. About I don't know why know. you don't use it. Oh, you, I know. I could write I mean, a book about what you don't let's know. Let's save the long box for next week. I know you got one. But I don't really have one because I forgot about it. You stupid whore. I can do one <laughs> if you want. No, we can wrap up okay. the show. We're, right, we're running Let's long get the hell anyway. Out of here. Let's wow. Get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. I'm tired of being in your basement. <laughs> I'll drink your blood. That's the new single from... Uh, hey, wait a second. New single from the amazing T-Bird. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just kidding. I thought you'd be more excited. On Saturday, June 10th, which will be a couple days from now as we're recording it. Well, look at you. Yeah, it's, I'm really excited. Hope you all tune in. Listen to it. I said, hey, we got well, a new single. Song. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to fucking plug? No! <laughs> drawn, to, drawn to DC. It's been t- going off without a hitch. <laughs> We just did Flashpoint Paradox. If, you're ta- if, if Hitch means viewers, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Next week is uh, um, Justice League War. So. Which one? When are you guys doing the ones that Never. I ordered? <laughs> you ass. <laughs> we purposefully record on days that I know you're at work, you son of a bitch. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in Nothing. the box, He's dude. just trying to get my attention. Hey. Cooper, knock it off. Trying to play the song. Yeah, we're trying to play the end the end theme, and you're trying to be a dog. Yeah. Stop it. Dick. <laughs> hey, I'm a dog. I can only be what I can be. Whatever. I don't understand human consciousness. Whatever. <laughs> what are these things called fingers? Whatever. Not, that's what dogs would do. What's a thumb? I'd probably eat your thumb. Off. Does this go in my butt? You know. <laughs> that's every time I look at my thumb. Does this go in my butt? <laughs> Oh, Ben Lofjobby with Jake and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs>